ATV Talk, the podcast presents Inspired. Sit down with your host, Leonard Duncan, as he interviews men and women whose stories are so inspirational that they need to be shared. Hopefully, their stories may inspire you and create a change. Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And remember, dream big. It could be your story one day. GBC Power Sports Tires, a division of Green Ball Corp, has been producing industry-leading tires for ATV side-by-side market for over 25 years, with tires like Mongrel, Dirt Devil, Terramaster, XC Master, Dirt Commander, and Groundbuster. They have a tire for your application. Top racers from GNCC, Works, and Best in the Desert rely on GBC Power Sports Tires. So why shouldn't you? Go check them out at gbctires.com to see the full line of tires they offer. Thank you very much. TPR Stabilizer, a leader in steering dampener technology, brings you the new Q5 Sport ATV Dampener with better control and handling with an upgraded vane and seal system. Go check it out today, www.gprstabilizers.com or call 619-661-0101. Don't forget to tell them ATV Talk Sandy. Jason Duncan, Todd Tenbrook, welcome to ATV Talk Inspired. Uh, Jason's already been on once, Todd. And we missed you the first time. We're here at SDG Suspension. We're in their facility. They invited me over so that we could do an episode with both Jason and Todd. And thank you so much, gentlemen. It is a real honor to be here. And you guys are blowing it up in the off-road industry. And and uh, I want to get a little input from you, Todd. Yeah. Um, where did all this come from? Because I've known you from since you were yeah. a teenager. Yeah. And... This yeah. is incredible, man. I yeah. mean, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I to be here, yeah. Um, I always was into it. I mean, obviously, like yep. growing up, going to races with my dad, and then racing motorcycles and stuff. As a kid, I was always into off road and desert and motorcycles and cars and race cars and all that. Um, but really, like. I mean, some of it, like the very, very beginnings of it, honestly, was that Duncan. Remember, like for a while, a little while there, I was doing some like testing stuff for Doug and them because yep. was it because Earhart? We couldn't get Earhart to test, and Doug was on other stuff. I think Doug was on other stuff. Yeah, and- yeah, because he was on Lagers. Yep. Yeah, and they didn't have anybody, so I got to do that, and I kind of got interested in doing that. I it was fun. I liked yep. it then. And I, you know, realized it, it showed me how important the suspension stuff was as well. Right. Um, and then I, I got, I'd worked for a company called Chenneth and I was prepping a few cars and, uh, Jesus, mid nineties. Uh, and you know, when you start doing the desert stuff, off-road stuff, you know, you, you figure out real quick that the suspension's a big part of it. And, uh, I got lucky enough. I got hired at Fox and um, just kind of ran from there. Uh, figured out f- pretty early that 
for some reason I had a, I kind of could figure it out and um, I understood what was going on with them. And, you know, I don't know if it was just something that, I mean, it's luck obviously that I fell into it the way it, it happened, but I don't know. It's like idiot savant type thing. Uh, (laughs) Really, it's one thing I'm really, really good at, and I like doing it, so I stuck with it. Really, I mean, well, that's all it comes down to. It's just finding something that you're interested in, and it makes it a hell of a lot easier to become really good at it. I've never worked a day in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I have. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I worked with you. (laughs) I I know. (laughs) We both have. You both. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know, I know, I know what those, uh, you know, work until midnight, going home and sleeping for an hour and taking a shower and going back at two or three to make sure trailers are loaded up to go to nationals and stuff. Like, and, and, and getting no, yeah, nothing. Th- why are you dragging ass? Come yeah, on, let's yeah, go. Yeah, we got yeah, things yeah, to do. Yeah. Why did it take you so long? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've always, always known that Jason has a talent for certain aspects yeah. and you were always a very talented rider. Yeah. I mean, from whether you got on a bicycle uh-huh. or you got on a trials bike. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen you do nose wheelies on our prepped race Lobo and the boss is having a heart attack <laughs> and I'm, I've been watching you do it for three days. I was no big yeah. deal. Yeah. And, and he's over there having a heart attack and I go, dude, he's got this. It's okay. You know, plus we have other extra parts. If if he rolls it on his nose, we'll fix it. Um, I remember that day because he chewed your ass and we're just all looking at each other like, well, okay. But he had it under control. Collectively, we had to have a million laps in that, in that parking lot. Oh, a ton. A ton. Like, yeah. I have nothing compared to you guys. Oh, he let me yeah. ride a little bit out there. But oh, we used to do laps on oh, yeah. laps on laps out there. Push that breaking point oh, to the yeah. trash can. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You had a dial. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish that uh, I remember we were standing. I think you guys both worked for us at that point. Tavis Kane, Doug Eichner, and Ben Jackson, and, and uh, a couple other people are standing out there, and I'm testing each bike before it goes in the trailer before we go to the stadium and all the riders are looking at me like um yeah, yeah you you yeah. go right on ahead and do that yeah. we're we're out yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. L- let's get back on track here i mean we could talk about old times yeah. at the yeah. shop yeah. Yeah. you know but that's yeah. not what we're here yeah. um that just gets me in trouble generally because yeah. then people find out what I'm really like. Yeah. Um, Swirlies. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to give all the yeah. secrets away. Um, weren't you the only one that didn't get that done? I never got one. I don't think you got one either. It took you and A. White 45 minutes and then I gave up when A. White bear hugged me and basically yeah. probably chipped the porcelain yeah. in there. But <laughs> <laughs> I took the challenge. I, I, I tried it. Uh, well, A. White was such a little bitty guy. <laughs> you know, I yeah. mean, come on. My a monster. I was a donkey. Oh, man. <laughs> when, when you worked for Fox, mm-hmm. I know that you were an in- intricate part of how they did the valving and, and yeah. did their suspension work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you yeah. think it hurt them when you left? Probably. I mean, to a certain point, right? Like, yeah. Certain aspects. Yeah, it did. It hurt them. I mean, there's still people, there was still people there that knew, but 
I had been doing so much of it and learned so much of it. And so much of it was just in my head that when I left there, it didn't stay, you know, but there was a, there's a lot of other talented people there too. It's the same thing. The knowledge that I, that, that, you know, Lauren writes everything down. I'm sure you take a lot of notes, Jason, because you always have. You and I are kind of the keeping in our, keeping yeah. in our locker in our head. Yeah. Yeah, I got it from I my did. dad I'm and from Lauren. I, I'm pretty, like, I, I push myself to know, like, I know pretty good, but it's not, I'm not, yeah, I'll just keep it in my head. And yeah. It's there if I need it, yeah. but Does it he, doesn't really help out with other people. I'm the opposite, where I have yeah. to write it down, Yeah, it's not. There. I've just found that as I've gotten older, the best thing I can do now is just try to give all these guys, like, especially him and Travis, uh, as much as I know, like try to teach them just because like what I have in my head is only as good as if somebody else can use it and try to learn from it as well. So I just really push myself that way. And that kind of helps with the note stuff too, because then they're kind of all on the same page as me, you know, but and we're starting to understand it. He gets yeah, it. Yeah. And then he's, we're doing stuff and we're yeah, putting it down and yeah, starting to yeah. associate. Okay. This is why I'm asking questions. Yeah. Why are we doing this? This is what you're going to feel. This is what, yeah. the direction. And, we're going. and that's honestly, that's not a lot of it. Stuff you can't teach. Like you have to have like you see to the pants feel like what it's doing. Um, it took a while so to, many to feel that too. Things. There's so many different things. It's like, attitude and pitch of the vehicle, you know, balance front to rear. And then what you're actually feeling with the tire hitting the ground as it's cycling through the travel. It's a lot. So do you have to ride in them now or, uh, or is it just visual? Yeah, I mean, it's visual. You can do a lot with visual, like to get the initial balance of a car is you can do a lot of that just visually. But once you start getting into like, you know, they feel something here or it's doing something funky. You know, a lot of times, especially with a car, it's, 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 you got to remember like with a motorcycle or a quad, right? The, the rider has their body that, that is a big, a giant counterbalance that's moving around. So a car doesn't have that. It is what it is. And it's hitting that bump with wherever the, the weight is placed on that vehicle. So. A lot of times there'll be certain situations where a car's doing something and you almost think that it's the front, like the fronts and it's could totally be the rear, just the way that it's dropping in and then it's loading the nose into the next bump or so that type of situation, you, you have to ride in it. Like you really, that's when you start feeling it. So do you, do you like to be a passenger? No. No, not anymore. I used to. I rode in, man. I've probably ridden in more stuff than anybody. Like, if you added up, like, all the different cars and all the different people I've ridden with, testing, it's crazy. Yeah. You do a lot of co-driving. Yeah. And, okay, I hear hear the stories that co-driving, you get sick. How do you handle that? Mm -hmm. only time I've gotten sick is if the night before I didn't make the right choices. Is that most of the time then? No, yeah, it used to be. It's getting a little more intense. In like the races, I was always phone nine and ginger root gum. 
Really? Yeah. Because you but eventually got sick I, a little bit. Yeah, towards the end. Like, as I start getting older, I start getting worse, which is, you wouldn't think, but... Which he rode... For a long time, yeah. As a as a co driver during the race, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't oh, know yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Way more experience yeah. wins. Yeah, I've got one thousand, couple thousands, and five hundred, and yeah, bunch of races. Kind of oh, the same. Yeah, I didn't just ten tell. years prior. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of like yeah. s- same thing. Well, because I kind of lost track a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I was traveling somewhere yeah, yeah. else, and you guys yeah. were, yeah. you yeah. know, no, it was hardcore. That was like all in Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. How good of a of a test dummy is he for you? Good. So that he can come back and tell yeah. you what yeah. to do? Yeah. Plus, I can explain stuff and he can feel it and go, yes, like he can confirm stuff for yeah. me. Like, and he can confirm it knowing what's on the backside of that question. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. Yes, yes it yeah. does. Because yeah. there's always more information yeah. that's needed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm just trying to get the root problem. But if he's getting it to where it's like, I think it's that because now I'm feeling this too. And it'd be like, okay, yeah, that totally confirms what I'm thinking. Which makes it a lot sense. easier than yeah. the customer going, it's doing this thing that yeah. is really soft and it's yeah. harsh. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of times too, you let a customer go on its own. They won't. They'll either be way too fast into things or expect a car to be able to do something that there's no way it's going to do. Or they're way too slow, which, you know, if you start backing them off too far, it's not so much the car's not set, it's not working right. It's just not set up for that. You know, when you're going half speed, you're falling into the bottom of every bump instead of skipping a bump. And it, it, it makes for, you know, drastic changes on how the car needs to be set up. It's this, let's transition it into the ATV world where when the machine's not doing certain things, you may be riding it incorrectly. If you're over revving it, the suspension's not working right. If you're short shifting it, the suspension's not doing what it's supposed to it. You can come up short. You can not hit, you know, you can not be jumping far enough, you know, or jumping too far, you know, or carrying a higher gear going through the whoops and just all that kind of stuff. Like that, that hundred percent will affect the way that the bike works. Yeah. I mean, if you're over revving them, the suspension just is not doing what it's supposed to. Uh, hundred percent. Yeah. And, and there's so many guys that just yeah. panic. Yeah. Oh, da, 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 da. Yeah. yeah. That's where writing, like he wrote for so long. Yeah. I'm currently writing, having that feeling of writing with different people. Yeah. And knowing, I never knew coming before five years ago, before we did this, I, I didn't know how to do the suspension, but I knew what it felt. Yeah. But I still, when we started, couldn't feel certain things. And now associate like fine tuning that butt dyno is crazy i i believe that the butt dyno for tuning suspension and tuning motors is still far superior than yeah do you guys have a shock dyno no no not all of our stuff so you got to remember like on a on a quad okay like your guys's shocks are leveraged and then their shaft speeds aren't nearly the high, how, how high we're seeing in the desert stuff. So like a, a, you guys can get a dyno that'll dyno a shock all the way through the travel and the shaft speed you need. We don't have that for the desert stuff. They're not big enough. They're not fast enough. And if they are, they're 
millions and millions of dollars in their What, you guys don't have millions of dollars? No. Well, come on. No, 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 no. If we did, I'd be keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. No, no, I wouldn't be buying a no, dino. No, I'd be no, retired. No, 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 I mean, if we were in that position, for sure. But Oh, by the way, happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. I didn't want to forget that. Yeah, I'm just getting older. Really. <laughs> well, you got a little bit of gray in your... Dude, I got a lot of gray. Well, I'm not your level, but well, I'm not gray. I'm white. Yeah, you know, I, I just I, I like to keep telling me the you just passed pretty gray. That well, yeah, they just I just passed right by gray yeah. and went yeah, right yeah, to white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. You guys did this to me. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 Lauren had nothing to do with it. Uh, well, you know, we could talk about that yeah. some other day. <laughs> Maybe when there's not a recording. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, um, that's pretty awesome stuff. Yeah. I always had knew you had a feel for yeah. a lot of things, but I didn't know that it yeah. was that intricate. Yeah. Um, yeah. How hard was it for you to transition? You know, because I know that you worked on uh, turbos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. that that takes some mechanical yeah. skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you start taking shocks apart, yeah. valving. Yeah. Was there a big transition there for you? Mm, I mean, yeah, it's. No, I mean, yes and no, not really. I mean, it's always harder to learn, you know, when you're learning a new thing, right? But yeah. it, at the end, it's it's still the standards, you know, like the actual mechanics of it, mm-hmm. like how you torque it and how you inspect it. And like that all is relatively the same. Like that doesn't change. Um, Mechanical ability. Yeah. It's- yeah. I don't know. I mean, I always was decent with all that stuff too, like working on stuff. My dad always made me work on You guys both worked with Lauren too. And he is an anal freak. Yeah. I learned a lot working at Duncan, honestly, between you, you and Lauren, like massive amounts of, well, for a kid, the basics, like the standard stuff that we take for granted, but has to be done. And you always have to be mindful of it. Like that was, one thing that I definitely got from there was, you know, being on top of every piece, you know, like Lauren, there's never not enough time to sit there and nut and bolt. Right. You can always nut and bolt. And you can always understand why that's the good thing to do. And like I took that from there. That that was one of the major things in my life that, you know, turn around to a few years. But I worked <laughs> I worked there full time for like Four years, maybe three years, but I worked. Remember, like I was always you were with, with with Lauren on sorry on whatever, and like I'd work over there part time for you guys. Remember, I started like cleaning parts and yep. just doing whatever random stuff. You and I worked tires. a lot together, but you also spent some time with Lauren. Yeah, in the engine shop. And Jason, you worked with me, and you spent time with Lauren yeah, also. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. almost the same amount of time, I think. Yeah. Cleaning, then I went shipping, then I worked with you, then I was a Lauren, yeah. and then I went part time yeah. when I left, but I was selling all the parts on eBay. Yeah, right. see, I went straight to helping you and Lauren. Like, I, we had Brian and shipping and stuff. Yep. And so, yeah, you never had to do any of that. No, uh, 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 no I remember yeah. four in the morning fitting pipes. And, yeah. Yeah, I had to do a lot of that. I fit pipes. I did bumpers. That was the worst thing was getting good at pipes because then he never did it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) A load of pipes would come in, man. You like you just you just dreaded the day a whole shipment of like banshee pipes came in. You're just like, oh man. But then I learned a lot from the dad. Yep. Before we even with Lauren, that's when I got on the mills and lays. 
yep. he taught me yep. all the mechanical side and then yep. learned like write it all down like i want to process tell me exactly what you do every time right so, which you can case. see that like he's way better on machines than i am like I, i'll use it like i can use a lathe and i can use a mill and i get done what i want but not as quickly and not as clean as like you can you definitely don't spend yeah, I always, you, you know, I spent a lot of time with my dad too. Yeah, yeah. But my dad is the print guy, so he'll draw it. Yeah. And I'll walk up and do it, yeah. you know, and I get it done. Yeah. But he's like, when he does it, it's that's, that's such a nice part. Yeah, yeah I know. You know, I'm like, well, mine works, but it's got that finesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mine don't look anything like yeah, yours. Yeah, just, like, mine will work and it looks all right. But yeah. then when you see one that's really done, you're like, man, it's a lot cleaner than mine. Yeah, it, it, it's incredible. We're doing both. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's that's pretty awesome stuff. Yeah. I didn't realize that I didn't remember that Jason worked that much with my dad. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I was mostly you and your, and your brother most time. And then you know that's that's a great thing. And I do. I have talked to a couple other the other kids that worked. Mm-hmm. You know, Cody Morgan still yeah. comes around, and his brother every once in a while will right. come around. And, right. and some of the things that they tell us that that they use in their everyday life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I still take it for granted. You know, I still take some of the things that, that we yeah. learn yeah. for granted. Well, I know the first time, the first time that I've ever had a shock apart and helped take shocks apart was with Halleck when he's doing the axis thing. Yep. When we were testing and stuff, like helping him with that stuff. So that was really. That guy's pretty smart, dude. Yeah, he was, he was, he was smart. Yeah, and I was smart. there at the end of the axis, beginning yeah. of Elka. Yeah, and we never got to do the Elka thing in house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Halo could come down and stay down there and we do a lot. Well, they were lot. developing the logo. Mm-hmm. You know, Doug Roll and him were developing the logo. Mm-hmm. You know? Which was cool because I I was there for a while when that was all going down really. And that I think I only got to see one we put together one of yeah. there. One logo, I think so. Yeah, I was yeah like, we put we put quite a few of those bikes together. Yeah, and we're st- we're still doing them. Yeah, Jeez. yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, in eighteen, uh, Doug did three chassis, uh, and we got one, mm-hmm. like one of the first ones, and we did that. Roll did some stuff to it, and then we got to do the final assembly and put it all together and test it and photo it right. and. Then one went to Michigan, some guy in Michigan, and, and one of our customers purchased it. And we got to, um, for lack of a better word, fix it all yeah. and make it functional. Right. Um, and he rides it in the Arizona desert and loves it. Yeah. But we did a Banshee for him, too. I mean, he wanted a desert bike. Well, the yeah. package for the Banshee, it's fun, but yeah. it's not a necessarily a desert bike. No. It's a dune, it's a duner for sure. I mean, the new suspension changes with the way the Elka runs with the long travel rear link and roll changed the front end to use YFZ 450R parts. It's it's a fun bike. Yeah, yeah, I bet. I bet. He's he's doing Elka stuff now. He's He's like the West Coast guy, but you know, and I don't know this for sure. But most of the development that comes through Elka comes from Doug. Oh, you know, really? I mean, he got to go back east and work on uh, Joel Hetrick's stuff when Joel was right. winning on the Honda. Right. I don't know if he's worked on any of his Yamaha stuff. Right. He probably has, but yeah. 
uh, you know, the, the year that Joel went from Honda to Yamaha, Doug wasn't doing his Honda stuff that year. Right. Um, and they had some issues. And I believe that if Doug was working on it, they wouldn't have had the same yeah. suspension issues. Hmm. Interesting. Nothing against the guys that worked yeah, on yeah, it, yeah. but I mean, they, they're, they're good, obviously, yeah. but Doug's just got, he's got it figured out. It's kind of like you. Yeah. He just knows. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you just you keep doing stuff for long enough, you start figuring out what really works and what doesn't. You stick to what works. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure that Jason could back this up with a story with you. Sitting in the, the race trailer mm-hmm. and I'm and Doug Roll and Martin from Elka are sitting there. And I've told this story before. And Martin at Elka's calculating it on a calculator and Doug gives him the answer. answer from his head before Martin could do it on the calculator. Yeah. Yeah. And that to me, to, to this day, that still impresses me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I figured the leverage ratio before. Yeah. So many times, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's there and he does yeah. it all the time. Yeah. Well, you were there when Halleck and Doug were drawing it in the dirt. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Times. Yeah, they draw it in the dirt yeah. and, and then you come back to go test two or three yeah. days later and there's a new part with those dimensions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're just yeah. like, wow, that's so awesome. cool. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, who are some of the truck guys that you guys work on? Uh, McMillan, Stan and Luke McMillan, Bryce Menzies, Tava Vildosla, PJ Baldwin, Alan Gudia, Baldies, uh, Baldies, Coma's brothers. Yeah. Uh, a lot of 60 100s. Uh, like Alexander, Alexander, Jason McNeil. Yeah. Um, a lot of them. Yeah, there's, tons. There's tons probably tons. A, that's incredible. You just named off all the best guys. Like, a lot of them. That we don't do. yeah. yeah, yeah, for yeah. the most part. We've yes. got a pretty good, for the bigger teams. Like, yeah. yeah. How is, uh, you know, Baldwin to work with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard some stories, but... You know, just I'm, you're just hearing it from ATV guys. You're not hearing super it from the Super talented source. guy, super talented, like really good driver, like insane what he's capable of. I don't know. It's a lot nowadays. Like you've got to be in it 110, and I don't know. It's, Isn't he a little older? Yeah. 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 No, I mean, he's not Rob McGregor or. Robbie old, but he's, <laughs> he's got to be in his 40s, huh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so he's, he's younger old. than I expected. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's not that old. Yeah. Have you ever worked with Robbie Gordon? No. <laughs> You've never worked with him? Mm-hmm. I worked no. with for his dad. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That was interesting. Well, the dad wasn't as OCD as... as oh, yeah. Was he? R- Robbie is... Is like almost the same. Just Rob, Bob was a little more not as hyper, <laughs> but he was, his mind was going a million miles an hour constantly. Oh, so they have the same. Yeah. 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 The, the apple been far, far, far from the tree. For wow. Sure. For sure. He's a very, very talented. He's a very, very talented guy. Yeah. Like out of all of them, if you gathered all the top guys together and you just just showed up with any kind of race car, just not what they'd all been driving, you just give them that car and tell them all they get three laps, they'll be the fastest. Yeah. By a lot, probably. 
without even without ever like literally get into a car that he has never been in or driven before and it could be a totally different type of something but he'll win yeah like wow. natural talent i don't he's pretty damn good i've never ridden with him i long long time long time ago i'd like to freak thing i don't know if I he still goes as fast with it with the dead no, with Robbie testing one day when we were all out testing. I got oh, you got to ride. Yeah, it scared the piss out of me. I didn't know what I was in for then, though. Like, I, at that point, that was like, before you were riding. Yeah, like, I'd ridden in some, like, lower class cars and I'd ridden in some class one buggies, but not in a truck and not like the way he was capable of doing it then. I mean, he was doing stuff like mid, mid late nineties, early two thousands that like, it's it's not as fast and as rough as it is today, but it was comparable back then. Like he was doing so, he was going really quick back in the day. Yeah. So I heard a story about him coming through one of the valleys mm-hmm. and just threw it away. Mm-hmm. It landed on its wheels, and he never lifted. Just kept going. Yeah. And just kept going. Yeah. yeah surprising. Yeah. That's right. you know. There must have been people around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he finished. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, yeah. he finished. Oh, yeah. No, he goes. He goes. He's good. And has he slowed down in any, in age wise? I don't know if it's age or if everybody else has gotten a little. I think the levels. It's pretty crazy right now. It's we used to nuts. go eighty yeah. percent. We always used to cruise. Robbie would just be the yeah. ninety to one hundred all time. Yeah. Well, now we're going ninety to one hundred almost the whole time, and the. The trucks, the development, everything that's going on is, it's getting so competitive that the pace is getting like really competitive. Well, 2009, 2010, I was riding with Andy McMillan at the time and we were winning 60% of the races that we entered. Like we were winning a lot. And back then it was like 75, 80%. You'd cruise at that for most of the day. And then, you know, last 150 miles, 100 miles, you start seeing where everybody's at. And uh, if you had to, you pick it up a little bit. But now, shit, they're going, they're, it's it's a chest 85, 90% from the get go. So, you know, because everybody's going to send, but somebody's going to make it now. And they're all aware of that. So they all play that game. And the cars have gotten way more reliable too. Yeah. But the, the, on top of that, the last four or five years, we've gotten a really big horsepower, and then the all wheel drives are starting to come in and they're starting to live. Reliability's come way up. So, yeah. the last five years, man, they have gotten really, really fast. And so the we courses have just gotten rougher. Yes. We're doing we, the same stuff. We it's, weren't going to race the, the four wheel drive. Yeah. We were going to race the two wheel drive at the thousand this last year. I think a lot. We were, we were, we knew we were getting the four wheel drive. But we we're going to race the two wheel drive because it's reliable. We raced the four wheel drive at the last race, and we said, "There's no way we're racing the two wheel drive in the thousand. Yeah. We're racing the four wheel drive because it is that much faster. You can control so much more of it. And given the last four thousands, yeah. the four wheel drives have not had a four wheel drive issue. It's been a self induced problem or a part failure that has nothing to do with drivetrain. So. And they've all been there or had and had huge gaps to control the scenario. I'm actually surprised that the quad stuff hasn't, the all wheel drive stuff hasn't like 
I mean, you, it's there, right? It's yeah. the, the outdoor stuff, like the, well, the four wheel drive quads are are fast, but they're still but they're bulky. still belt driven, and they're bigger and built. They're not yeah. a sport style. Yeah. I mean, if if you really got into it and you really got to um, spending high dollars amounts of money, yeah. you could make some four wheel drive, yeah. Lighter yeah. weight stuff, but you needed you needed to be yeah. a drive shaft or a yeah. or a chain driven yeah. deal yeah. with transmission. Like still dealt most of those. Yeah, and that's one of your yeah. limiting factors. Yeah. Yeah. Mile an hour wise, some of them, yeah, but but they keep, they're so big, yeah, and they're not built for the suspension. Right, you know, our four fifties can still yeah. go through the rough better. Yeah, so good, and and you know, like you said, the quad stuff has evolved mm-hmm. in. From Baja to Best in the Desert, it's not a, it's not a, you know, bring it in healthy right. race. It's, it's a sprint. Just to get, get pit to, to pit finish. to pit, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and you know, you're riding this section to this pit, bring the bike in, yeah. but you better be on your game because yeah. that other guy, there's other team. It's going to. Yeah, yeah. there's, and, and. You know, some of the motor combinations that we would run in the old days aren't fast enough now. Yeah, it's the same. Trip. Yeah, just because technology and you guys have figured out how to make the it suspension's faster. gotten better. Yeah. They live longer with yeah. with those motor combinations. Yeah. Most of it's four stroke now too, right? Yeah, like you don't see it. You yeah. don't see a two stroke out there. I mean, you see an occasional two stroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the hybrid stuff, it, it, it's trying to work. Um, I think that some of the people doing the hybrid stuff for you say hybrid when they're putting a motorcycle motor in a quad Uh, chassis. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. You know, I think the Raptor 700 would be a really good best in the desert bike. Mm -hmm. One of the problems is you can't get a a gas tank. That's correct. And nobody wants to spend the money to make it. And I don't think it's really that much money, but I'm not going to shell it out of my pocket for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because the manufacturer of it won't give you the rights. They'll make it for you, but it's theirs. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. I want to own it. You yeah. know, and so to get somebody to build it for you that's you know, yeah. that's gonna give it to you. There's a company in Argentina that makes them, mm-hmm. but they won't sell them. Mm-hmm. Out of the country. Yeah, you can't you have to buy it in the country. And then you can take it out. After you buy it there, yeah. you could take it, but they won't ship it to Argentina, us. you buy it and send it to you. Uh I've tried and and it just hasn't worked out. Really? That's weird. Yep. Yeah, it, it's yeah. I didn't make any yeah, sense. Make- my wife's from Guadalajara, speaks fluent Spanish. Yeah. You know, the yeah. first language, the whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah. Had her on the email typing it all out, and you know, in Spanish. So it still didn't still didn't work. That's yeah. interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, because I was. I'm trying to. Lauren and I are always trying to develop something. Yeah. Yeah. I know that that 700 is gonna come yeah. around. There's no cap on motor. Not in the desert. There's- not in the desert, but if you go race works or if you yeah. go race GNCC yeah, or you go race GNC, like four, it's 450. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and it, it's production rules to um, motors and pivots. A 700. It's a single? Yep. That thing's a monster. Rocket ship. Yeah. How long till we have 700 big blocks? We're at six. Yeah, six 20s. 620 kilos. What's the horsepower output that you guys are doing now? Like some of the big box stuff's in the thousands. Like, wow. Yeah. How does yeah. the drivetrain... Okay, 
this is my limited knowledge of trucks. Yeah. And and for anybody listening uh, that knows, they, they may be able to answer this question or you guys may be able to. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I used to talk to Tom about mm-hmm. and or that I would talk to, um, why can't I figure his name? The guy that used to be across the street from us that still is. Oh, uh, yeah. Newman. Mark Newhan. Newhan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the drivetrains weren't strong enough to yeah. live through they, the motors. Yeah, so... The there's a couple things. One, like the Turbo 400, which is predominantly what most of the big trucks are running. Yeah. Like they're not a Turbo 400 really anymore. It is a Turbo 400. It is the same in design, but it's an aftermarket case. It's full 300 m main shafts and baskets, and like they've literally, it, you know, a a. I don't know, an $800 turbo 400 that you could rebuild here in town somewhere. Like those trainings are 25, 30 grand. So everything in them. And then all aftermarket, all everything. everything, It's all custom. Everything. Okay. But the drive shaft and the rear ends were still failing. Yeah. So they've gone, they've come a long way with third members, but they've gotten what's bigger. They're 10 and a half inch, 11 inch gear and the bigger stuff now, I think. And it's, they've just, it's gotten bigger and stronger and, you and know, they developed it. They put an underdrive behind the yeah. 400 to get it to where you, the That's, rear gear. Yeah, you can go to a, a smaller ring and pinion so it's stronger. Yes. So there's, and then they're doing manual watches in them too now. So like X-Track, Albans both have a transmission that lives in them. And, $50,000, $60,000 transmissions. Yeah. Which is yeah. just getting bigger and stronger yeah. and more expensive. A new, a new all-wheel drive trophy truck turnkey. You're looking at about eight hundred and fifty, nine hundred grand. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. 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 And then, and then on top of that, you're probably close to that or more needed in chase trucks and pit equipment. Minimum. That's not any of the people or anything. That's pressure That's pros. The, the pressurized fueling systems. That's the chase truck. That's costing you. 200 grand, yeah. 300 grand by the time it's all said and done, loaded up. Because the fuel systems nowadays, you need two of them. Yeah. Because we're They're hundred, stabbing. Yeah. 110 six gallons. gallons a second. Uh, yeah. 110 gallons in like 30 seconds. That is unreal. I had no idea. So, yeah. 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 Like they're changing four 40 inch tires and doing fuel in less than 40. Like if they can't do it in less than 40 seconds, they're losing time. Yes. And they're losing positions on the track, which is just as bad as losing time. Yeah. Because track position, you know, more dust and it's another person you got to get around. And that's kind of the gap. You know, we're yeah. on desert racing. So your yeah. dust gap yeah. is always yeah. usually 30 seconds. Yeah. If, they're, if they're in your dust, they're within 30. Yeah. If they're behind it, they're about 40. Yeah. So that's kind of the magic number. That yeah. You know they're going to pit. You have to push into their dust because then you think you're closer than 30. Can probably get them in the pit. Yeah, yeah. And they're uh, we're trying to change they're tires. They're literally the killing a set of tires in 150 months. Like yeah, killing it. They're done. <laughs> no way you cords. Yeah, no way you're going to. You're not getting another 20 out of them. Yeah, I mean, two wheel times. drives for sure. Yeah, you. All wheel drives are a lot nicer to them, obviously. Yes. It's put power through all four. But the two wheel drives, it's smokes tires like yeah. you could you could put a huge gas tank in them and they could go 230 miles but the tires still are see 
You guys run inserts? No, no. No inner liner, no, no balls, no. no. No, it's too much weight. We're already dealing with an unsprung weight issue as it is, just because, you know, 40 inch tire. That's and then trouble. the brakes to slow it down. And you got to remember, we're swinging that thing three feet, right. right? So every bit of weight counts. Like we, on, on our stuff, you start, like, you change your rear end housing and you, you know, put bigger brakes on it and you change that rear end, like, say 20, 30 pounds, that's a lot of unsprung weight that you've got to deal with. It will change the way the whole car works massively. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. And it's, and like you said, this is all evolving yeah. in the last five, six years. Yeah. Yes. It's gotten really aggressive the last, like, yeah, five, yes. six years. Well, it's been, it's always been an ongoing thing, but it seems like, like technology and the people that are in the sport now, that it's getting a lot. Yeah. It's a couple lot. of the people who came in the sport are, yeah. are willing to spend you yeah. know, billionaires now yeah. going, just do it. Yeah, just Make do it. it. I want to see Let's it. try it. Yeah. You know, giving That's, you that, you yeah. dream it, we'll do yeah. it. It's yeah. like him giving you a piece of gun. It really is the last <laughs> sport that's like it's unlimited. <laughs> yeah. It's safety. Yeah. Safety, really. That's the rules. That's the rules. It can be naturally aspirated. It can yeah. be like yeah. it's, it it's got to look like a production vehicle. Yep. Yeah. They don't look body. like a production vehicle anyway, shape or form. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No. It's, yeah. it's got a truck body on it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, there's nothing on the market that looks no. like that. No, 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 no. no. I mean, it's your Ford F 150. Yeah. That is not even a dealership. Yeah, whatever. It's a Raptor. Yeah. Go buy you that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen. No. No. That's not going to happen at all. No. Yeah, and then like he was saying, you have the truck, you have the, all the chase equipment, and you have pre-runners. The, yeah. The pre-runners are now six, seven hundred grand. Yeah. They're a race truck with a cab, steel cab on it. And we're or putting... Or cab if it's new or... We're putting three to four times the amount of mileage on a pre-runner prior to a race. Yeah. So if it's a 500-mile race, putting, we're doing 2,000 miles yeah. minimum. Yeah. On a pre runner. And then you got to bring those back and prep them each time. Yeah. And it's a race car with cab luxuries. Yeah. yeah. And they're harder to work on. <laughs> yeah. If you're lucky, you can stretch a little bit. Yeah. You know, they don't need a full tear down, but, you know, a few lot people of stuff do. Yeah. Others, like the Ampudias are using their, their side by sides, but then getting in the yeah. scout side by side. Well, that's the other thing. Yes. So that's another deal that's kind of starting to. So these guys are pre-running in their like cab pre-runners or their side-by-side or whatever they normally pre-run in for like the first three or four days. Then the last two days before the race or before contingency, yeah. they're actually pre-running in like an older racetrack yeah. or race car. Yeah. And the reason that is, is the reason they want to do that is because that you, when you start getting stuff like in washes and stuff, you get lines and like, when you're going 20 miles an hour, it's easy to go, you know, left and they'll go left. But if there's a bunch of lines and you're going super fast, you need to make sure that all that stuff's linking up and that the way you're calling, the way the passenger's calling into the driver, it's in enough time so he can get to where, you know, he can right. really do and it. And memorization. Yeah. Like, yep, there was that tree. I know yeah. where, yep, that's where yeah. we're going. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just the game is. Elevated. Oh. A lot. A lot. A lot. I, I know that, you know, in, in 2018 and 2019, you know, that we won the best in the desert mm. on the quad and the tire development 
the, the package that we ran mm-hmm. is a different package than I would normally run, yeah. but it, it worked great. And you had to develop it so that it did work correctly. Right. And you didn't have any issues. Yeah. Um, and the tires would make, you know, you could go Vegas to Reno one set of tires. Right. You know, when you're done, they were toast, but right. Right. Um, you could probably run a thousand with one set of tires. Really? If you're, if it, if you're managing it, yeah. yes. Yeah. If you're just you're crazy, stupid, yeah. no, because yeah. then you're going to have some issues. Yeah. Um, and there again, there's balls or blocks yeah. depending on yeah. which one they use what a lot of blocks. Blocks are foam inserts. That's all they are, just a foam insert. And they put a, and, and it is There's different densities. Density, yeah. Um, and, and they work great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You still use air? Um, I don't want to ever use air. So you no, just you use shouldn't. the foam. I want to just use the foam. You can't always get away with that. It's just like when you put a ball inside of your tire. Yeah. I want to run the ball with no air in the tire. Yeah. Because, you know, it might be given a secret, but it's a dead basketball feel. Yeah. You want the tire to thunk on the ground. You don't want it to bounce yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a point where you get them to that point and then they're so dense that they don't have that initial spring rate for the cushion. And then it gets to the spot where they're not. And you can start feeling that. Like, do you get people complain about the harshness from the balls and stuff? No, I get them complaining because we never... We never get a high enough speed. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're bouncing that yeah. thing off. Yeah. Like skipping yeah. it through super it, It's bumps. not, it's not. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, it, it's not uh, that way. The harshness that we get is generally in a machine that runs no insert. Yeah. What are you yeah. simulating pressure wise? So, like for a foam, what kind of pressure would you run without the foam? With that, like twenty pounds, does that even? That doesn't even No, see, no, it doesn't cross over because you can't get the tire to work with an insert with no air in it. Like you can, you can't take the insert out and then have the tire work the same way. It doesn't, it doesn't hold up. It's not like twenty pounds of air is this density. No, not like that. Because if you're running no air. There are no inserts and you're running straight air with a six ply tire, depending on the manufacturer of the tire, you're running somewhere between eight and 12 pounds. Still, uh, still to, because you got to, you got to worry about, about rocks. So, okay. When I'm running balls, I run zero pounds of air, but in my balls, I can be running anywhere from nine to 12 pounds per ball. And is that correlate over to pressure in the tire or not? Nope. Still doesn't. No, nope, because the tire, the tire still functions like a basketball with no air in it. Gotcha. You have a little bit of bounce, but not the same amount. So when you hit a, when you do hit the impact, okay, it will spring back, but it's not springing back with the yeah, same force. The same force. Yeah, sure. So it's trying to keep the tire on the ground more. Yeah. Yeah. And the bad thing about the balls is the balls can pop yeah. and cause a vibration. The bad thing with the foam is the foam can get, deteriorates and it gets smaller yeah and then it starts to break apart and deteriorate and then your your tire gets flatter 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 and it works good for a while but then it starts to break the tire down so then you have to change it you run they have to run a liquid uh uh in the balls they have to run like a an oil yeah, it's like a, a lubricant inside of the tire. Yeah, it's yep. like gel. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, they have to run that in there. And the more you run, the cooler it stays. Uh-huh. Um, with the with the uh, foam, 
they're running some type of lubricant in there too. And depending on how much, you know, the hotter it gets, the more you have to run. Yeah. Do you have any tire pressure monitoring? No. Temperature? No. Anything? Nothing like that. Or like pressure? No, we have like nowadays all the trucks. You already know. Yeah, sensor motors on all of them. Right. We, yeah, it's just yeah. getting more and more high yeah. tech. Yeah. How much of the asphalt technology came is coming over? Uh, electronics wise, I think a decent amount yeah. of it. Like yeah. it's, you know, like there, like all of those operating yeah. systems, like the Motec system, most electronics is run off those coming trucks. Back. It's all coming from there. But there's stuff on asphalt. Almost every other sanctioning body or racing is limited. You can't do certain things. Yeah. They don't go down that avenue. Yeah. We're here. We're asking everything yeah. of these Motecs. We want more. We want, yeah. we need, and we they're, and they're developing. Potentiometers. We yeah. want, like, there's so yeah. much like, going into it. We're right? like a hundred and over 150 channels in the Motec that's getting monitored. Some of the newer cars are more than that. So you've got temps in and out. You've got so you guys air like pressure. F1. Got tire. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the borderline same. Borderline F1. It's the same. It's a dirty F1. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. My God. Because those guys, those guys are monitoring the vehicles at the factory, relaying oh, yeah, the information yeah. back to the guys yeah. at the. Some of it's illegal, but yeah. some of it isn't. Yeah, yeah. But they're 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 getting the data yeah. and logging it all. It's getting, so they're changing some telemetry stuff that's it's, creeping in off road. Yes. Yeah. It's starting yeah. to go that direction. Well, I remember the story about the Chevy guys. You know, they're going down the flat. You know, and they turn the truck down, and everybody—they're on the radio. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, because they went from it's, up there to just to that, yeah. and they just slowed it down. Say, yeah, yeah, you need to—you need to be easy on the motor right now. Yeah. Sorry, we're going to limit your throttle yeah. percentage thirty percent. Yeah, you have time, and you can serve. Right, and you might not even know it. So it's a, someone else may accept the city, and you're allowed to do that. Oh yeah. Right now, right now, yeah. Do you think they're gonna? Do you think they're gonna implement? Yeah, I think at some point we're gonna have to start impl- just for cost. It's, it's crazy. We're gonna cost ourselves out of it. Like we're already to a point now where some of the bigger teams are like, mm, yeah, like I, I can't do this. Yeah, like it's it's expensive. And, you know, it's, good and there's no sponsors. Is no, I mean there is, but not enough to pay for a whole program. And how do you pay the crews? A lot of them are volunteers. Yeah. Most of them are volunteers. Yeah, you pay 60 guys. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I, no offense, guys. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Some people just want to be a part of it. Yeah. I, I, I don't, yeah. I've been doing it so long. And, and just trust me, I did yeah. it for a number yeah. of years for free. Yeah. And, and yeah. now, I'm dude, if you want me to go do that for yeah. that many days, yeah. this is the yeah. price. You yeah. know, I hand them a little piece of paper. No, this is not, the price that it costs. No, no. It's not like that. And we do pit practices for all volunteers. Yeah. It's usually yeah. the same guys. Like, obviously, that's why it's crazy. They're getting good rooms and, yeah. and meals, and you're taken care of. A good you chase need, vehicle. It's not they, your car. Yeah, it's right. Like, it's, I'm showing it with my truck, my trailer, my yeah, tools. Yeah, you, know, he's, you, know, he's, you, you go guys, down. This is all figured out. We did the shop here, and everyone's yeah, done. Yeah, but yeah. So per pit stop, you need 20 guys. I mean, tire is, feeders, tire changers, yeah. fuelers, dead man guys, visual guys, fire extinguisher guys. There's People everywhere, yeah. Jack guys, like it's 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 organized chaos. Which I'm hoping, yeah. I so you I have like, a pit crew guy for each pit, yeah, because yeah. The, the, they they yeah. that pit guy can't chief. Yep. Yeah. that guy can't make it to yeah. each one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you've got to have multiples yeah. for sure. Like a minimum of you need at least two, 
probably three G-strokes minimum. Yeah. And then when I say not just a, no, I'm not talking like a truck with a spare tire and a jack and a toolbox in it either. I'm talking a full chase truck yeah. with, you know, everything. They They're $150,000 trucks. Yeah. Kind of like me carrying a quad on the back of mine with a dump can and gas yeah. Yeah. and spare all the spare car, parts, yeah. Yeah. you know, so yeah. if I pull up to it, I can rebuild the engine. Everything. Yeah. Axle, whatever, shocks, whatever I need, I have yeah. it. Yeah. 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 And know. right now we're, we're racing. I mean, like the 500, we have speed zones. We have, like yeah. it's all so tight and there's no cap. We're hoping that I hope that in these speed zones they'll give us more time to not have to push these pits so crazy. Because all we're gonna keep doing is squeezing this time, which makes it more dangerous. It makes it more competitive, which makes it more dangerous if there's no there's nothing going like no safety. With the chase guys, okay, and, and, and let's just me for instance. When I, when I set up to do it, I I map it out so I can catch as many pits as you possibly can. Yeah. Okay, yeah. for me to catch as many pits as I possibly can, mm-hmm. there is a element of danger there because yeah. you're not driving fifty five; no. you're driving ninety no. to hundred miles a an hour. Like that's a big problem. The the highway is just you know more dangerous than the race course in a lot of lot of ways. So in a lot of ways, the safest place is yeah. in a race car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Best in the desert. If you're smart, you don't have that problem. Yeah, best in the desert does a, a pretty good job, especially like even the long like Vegas Torino. Yeah. Like the way that the pits are laid out there, and there's places to get to pits like. You could do it easy with two tracks. The new, legacy, from, yeah. the new yeah. legacy guys, I guess. My yeah, first they're race, doing that too. They, they did it yeah. really well. They they know when people want to pit. They do a time section there where you have to stop. They give you more time to do what you need to do so that there's no rush. Just get from here to there. When you when you get here, we're going to write a time on your car. When you get there, you're starting. 20 minutes after you arrive. There's no yeah. questions asked. They have to do something like that. They have to. There's too many issues of what we got going there. And the money side of it. They can't, like, it, yeah. people, money, it's way yeah. too much. Where if, if you take that out of it, you could go buy a trophy truck. Everyone thinks that you buy a trophy truck now you can race it. And that's the cheap part. Racing is the expensive part. Right. All those people's rule. If you do the time section and give people time, I think it will bring some more low lower budget teams yeah, you to come to. in with dump cans and yeah. bring their aunts and uncles yeah. and make it more of a fun like yeah. we're racing yeah. from from outside of here and here but yeah. we're not don't worry about like the kids can be there and I mean, not necessarily but right it's yeah. you don't it doesn't have to be quite as cutthroat yes and and well racing quads if you yeah. don't have i mean to really race at the level that 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 i think we should yeah. race at yeah. you have you know, two to three chase trucks, not elaborate as you guys are talking yeah, about, but you got a guy like me yeah. on the radio yeah. running the whole thing, yeah. knowing where everybody's at, knowing what's going yeah. on. Yeah. And almost and probably has another bike or something that they could take parts off theoretically yes. to put on the race bike. You and you have bike parts strewed yeah. out amongst yeah. the other trucks, yeah. 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 you know, and you got yeah. one centralized guy yeah. with, yeah. you know, the motor guy or, or the guy that could be the motor guy. Yeah. To, to show up and, and, and you know, yeah. fix them. Yeah. Uh, and you don't really have that. You have an occasional team that will come in and go, okay, this is the level that I want to be. Right. Um, right. And then other guys are a little leery of it because they yeah. don't, 
you know, some of the money guys don't want to relinquish the power. Right. They don't realize that they don't know. And they've been doing okay without doing that. Yeah. But now there's another team beating us. And why? Right. Well, because they raised the bar. And you yeah. didn't. You're still yeah. doing it the same yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. You're not evolving. Yeah. You're getting up. And the hardest thing is when you come into a team, which you guys are probably aware of this, when you have to come into a team and go, um, yeah, guys, we need to change this, this, and this to make you more competitive. Yeah. And they're like, what? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Why? Um, well, because you want to win, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. you're, you're, and when you say you're not going to win if you don't do this, mm-hmm. you instantly ruffle feathers, which yeah. you know. Yeah. 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 100%. I mean, you have the same tact I do. Yeah, yeah. It's sometimes when yeah. you say things, it's, yeah. I'm just brutally honest. Yeah. And, yeah. That's my downfall, honestly. <laughs> my, I have the yeah. same. Um, like yeah. A lot of people respect you for it. Yeah. You get, it's, you rub certain people certain ways, but other people are like, I'm going to ask him. Because I want the answer. Yeah. You know, yeah, so I've seen it both ways. Yeah. And I have to, I have some teams that I work with right now that I have to do tone it back <laughs> yeah. and, and be a little more easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I worked with Raphael Sonic in the Dakar the stuff. Mm-hmm. And because I was a little more aggressive, I wanted things to change because I wanted it to be more racy. Yeah. Um, now it's becoming more racy and he's yeah. getting older. And they've done a pretty good job of progressing slowly. I wanted to take that leapfrog jump and make it a, a race team. Right. I, I don't want no. I don't want a rally bike. I want to race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they weren't ready for that. Yeah. And uh, that's how it's turning into over there. The, yep. The racing stages there. Yep. That's pretty wild. And it's. I mean, it's that way with everything. Yeah. Everything's yeah. turning into a sprint. Yeah. I mean, we raced in nineteen in Vegas Torino and it was 18 and 19. It was a sprint race. There was no downtime uh, until, until the other teams realized they weren't going to compete with us. Yeah. You know, which was late in the day. Yeah. You know, when they finally figured out, yeah, we don't, yeah, we got three quarters of the way there, and we're yeah. just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. 10, 10, 15 years ago, trophy truck, you could, Lose the transmission, and there was teams that were practicing changing them. Yes. And you could change it in a half hour, say, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe 40. But you could still theoretically have a chance at finishing top three or maybe even winning it if the stars were aligned right. Nowadays, you get two flats. You're done. You, you could be done. Yeah, so it's, getting, it's so competitive. Last two races, the 250, we lost by 16 seconds. Yeah. The, the 500, we won by four. Four seconds. And, and we got no flats. And the guy that That's got second. 480 miles. Well, clarify something for me. What was the deal with the penalties? Because I know we lost the 500 because of what I considered, I'm going to say it out loud just so that score anybody else that listens to this, bullshit. Yep. You, you penalize these guys an hour. For a rider change on the road, which they weren't on the road. I watched the video. They were yeah. off the side of the road. Yeah. Okay. Technically, I, 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 they weren't probably technically supposed to do that, yeah. but an hour. Yeah. That's a little extreme, especially yeah. for the guy that ran over the tent. Yeah. That'd be him. <laughs> DQ that guy. I got DQ. They did. Okay. They did. Yeah. They did. No offense. They should. Yeah. yeah. We won the race. But, 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 yeah. but why? But why? But why what? Which why portion? should they get a DQ? Life. 
Yeah, Life is more important yeah. than than that race. They should have put it in reverse. That though, we shouldn't be doing it. Period. Because no. that tent was literally set up a foot off of the side. Okay, of the that track. to me is that's on them. Yeah. But driving over yeah. it, yeah. what if there was a kid? Yeah. So from yeah. my view, yeah. I'm I'm yelling at the guy. Luke's trying to downshift. If you see that he's hmm. he's trying to get it. He's trying to put it in reverse, and they don't. It was the first race that was having shifting problems. But either way. I'm yelling at the guy and I said, is there anyone in the tents? Is there anyone in the tents? And he's like, no, no. And I'm like, pull it out of the way. Well, that was my confirmation. No one's in the tent. Whether he's saying no, don't come through here or whatever. He grabs the tent from my view. He was giving he you pulled the tent mm-hmm. and we're going. And I didn't see it from, you know, from then on, I'm looking this way. We clipped the tent on the right. And that's when it was like, shit, like, well, we shouldn't have done that. Like we, we needed to go straight instead of clipping the tent. I'm like in five miles prior to that, the last time split we got was you're 10 seconds ahead of Andy. So we've already pulled up. We're trying, like, all you got to do is get to the finish line. <laughs> you're 10 miles sprint. You know what I mean? And it comes up and I think he pulls the tent out of the way. We go through it. We clip the tent. We were both freaking out. Like we don't think you we knew, hit anyone, but you knew but we that knew you, we clipped the tent. You knew you were in trouble. All you could think about was yeah. when BJ went through the easy ups. And yes, you know, I you're going to hear wrong. something about it. Oh yeah, because all you look across the way, yeah. everyone has their iPhone. Yeah, everyone's that's got the a, worst part. And so we get to the finish line, and you can see it in our faces. We are pissed. Like it, like we didn't know if we won. We didn't know if we lost. All we knew is we just lost the race. You just, Done. you what? just, but but you lost public. Uh, yeah, we lost yeah. all aspects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, There's this no was not there. good, and so we asked for Jose G. Get him out here. We told him. We told. We asked him. We asked the guys. Is there anyone in the tent? He said no. He pulled the tent out of the way. We drove through. We didn't run anything over. We clipped the tent on the right. We saw the video in the morning. It is bad. Like it's it looked way worse. Him, way worse. Yep. Yeah. If we had waited one second and he pulled the tent out of the way, it would have been, it would have looked a little better. We still would have clipped the tent. So now, had we just went straight through and then made a right, but still, you don't know if anyone's in any of it. So, yes. In your defense, in your defense, there were, on the things that I read, there were 50% of the people screaming at the people that put the tent there and 50% of the people screaming at And that comes right down to the whole social media. Yeah. Who cares? Right. And and I only saw it from yeah. social media. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I do know that the pit rule on the asphalt comes from Robbie Gordon. Well, it's, yeah. And it's, yes, he was the first one that started the whole thing. Yep. But do you really think? Yeah, the, the you, highway, yeah, the highway. I, I mean, unfortunately. Do you think it's worth an hour penalty? For a rider change? No you know, gas, you know, no tools, you know, no You know what? I, I've honestly, I've honestly gotten to the point where everybody, the highway is such a bone of contention of like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, you just can't mess around on the highway. Yeah. We all know it. Yeah. We all flirt with it. But, you know, it's getting to the point where the highway is becoming a thing and we have to, we have to respect it or we're going to lose it down there. And if you're doing something that's even brushing the rules, yeah. they got to penalize you. Yeah. They've got to show the, to all of us doing it, you can't do that. 
Yeah. You can't do it. Yeah. We gotta quit doing it. We're gonna lose this if we keep abusing it. Listen, that's listen. why the whole highway thing's gonna change. Yeah, it has, it to. has to. Right. That that's the where the pit and, thing, the pit yeah, chasing yeah, thing yeah, has yeah. to all of that. And because yeah. some of the videos yeah. I saw with pit vehicles cutting people off and yeah, head on all traffic. That, stuff. Yeah. that that is unfortunately there's always gonna be somebody that's doing something wrong. Or they're just not the race vehicles. Well, I think I, I but, think but the race cars on the highway, like yeah, we have to make it to where they all. It's a transit state stage. That's all it is. They've just got to go from here to there. Like their time's got to stop somehow. That's to give transit. them, you know, give them. They get say it takes you two minutes to or ten yeah. minutes to drive that section. Okay, and they're going to give you. Okay, so we're going to give you fifteen minutes. Okay, slow so, down. Slow down. Plus you tolerance. Can you can stop for a pit. Five minutes. And it, it takes all the danger kind of out of it. There'll yes. still be some, but. And I think you, you know. do that. And then whenever you have the lane where you're starting, there's another lane that if you took longer than your five minutes, you come into the passing lane, you have to wait another 30 seconds. You're, we've already given you five minutes. Yeah. You're going to wait 30 seconds for them to figure out who you are. Are you supposed to go? And we're not letting you out in front of another guy that's going within that 30 yeah. seconds. Yep. You're not going to ruin that guy's race because of the scenario. Because you blew it. Yes. Yeah. If you yeah. came in two seconds behind a guy, yeah. we're going to let you out yeah. two seconds behind a guy, yeah. but not if we've already given you the five minutes. And right. for our scenario, hitting the tent, I feel majorly responsible for doing it. Yes, Luke's driving, but I should have told him for one to not be on that road. And there are all kinds of excuses. We're pre-running one way. I should have had a note that said, stay left. We would have never been over there. I should have been level-headed enough to tell him to stop, get the thing in reverse. Go turn around. We're not on the course. Turn around. Let's get there. So I do feel responsible for it. Where I, when I first heard we got DQ'd, I get it. It's more of a, hey, keep your head. I'll never do it again. That comes up. I'm never going to do that again. I, what did what did he what did what was his response to you? It's the same. We're done. Like that was why did we do that? Instant, like right when it happened, we clipped his tent. It was why did we do this? Like we just not that we lot like we should have backed up. It was instant. Where I've gotten frustrated, I understand the DQ. Where I got frustrated is the penalties were so all over the board and it's discretionary. It's not if you hit some if you damage property. Off of the course, it's a DQ. Okay, I get it. It's an hour penalty. If you do anything on the road, it's an hour penalty. If you like, where is the, where's the rule? Yeah, it write needs, it down. And, it needs you know, to be there. Right, and they don't That's do where that. It's, it it's is a rule. There's just no rule on the penalty. And asking for a rule on the penalty is. Well, Sal was the same way, wasn't yeah. he? I mean, I don't think did Sal ever penalize anybody. Oh yeah, they, there was penalties, not to what we are now, but it's not, not the, the same, squad guys though. never got penalty. Yeah, but dude, it's <laughs> not the same. It's not the same. Like ten years ago, there was half the people on the course. There's people everywhere now, oh, yeah. and the highway is just the easy spot for. I'll show you another to. video. You're coming in from the beach. Car head on yeah, right yeah. at us. Yeah, yeah. But um, we came right at him Dude, around I've... a blind turn, Ooh. going right at him, yeah. and we almost touch front bumpers. Bike and quad guys in Mexico. I think vote. they're gnarly. I think that they're trying to phase out the quads and bikes. 
I just it's, think it's getting so dangerous they don't want to deal with it. Yeah. It's too it's so dangerous. It's mile five. It's, we have a car in the middle of the course. Yeah. We're following on the course through the rollers yeah. leaving town. And they can't police this? No. We've got five hundred miles yeah. of and you got to remember, like a lot of those roads, like, like <laughs> that's how I got. Home. That's the only way in and out of that whole area. Yeah, you know, and you've got all these houses that are, you know, it's not like here. And they don't care. They don't care that there's a race. No. Yeah, and they've got to get to town, or you know, they, they don't care. They don't know, and then when they yeah. get there, they're like, oh, I need to get where I need yeah, to go. Yeah, like, this is the only road. Yeah, so I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. And it's yeah. a truck yeah. with a family in the back of it. Yeah. 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 Like, and they're getting beer cans and everything yeah. thrown at them. Yeah. And we're sitting there in the race car going, I feel bad for them. Like, yeah. what? This sucks. Like, right. I, I know a lot of people have said, start a snow host. Well, it's getting to that point where. So, what was the town. situation? Did they not pull all the way off? They were off the asphalt, but they, they, were they, still, they were still considered to be on the road because it wasn't an area where you could pit. From my from my yeah, perspective, I mean, isn't the, it has to be within fifty feet? Yeah, but they've always the the they've been fairly lenient though. Yeah, like as long if as you're you talking, get off the course, they they haven't been. Yeah. That's why I'm asking. Like, yeah. that seems crazy to me. Like there had to have been something. Like was the rider? I think one of the, on the I think one of the riders was standing on the asphalt. Then you know what? You get an hour, dude, and uh, sucks, but. You earned it. Yeah. I have to remember. I have to go back and watch the video again. Yeah. But yeah, maybe the one guy was standing on the asphalt. That's all it takes, it. dude. You got to get off the highway. Yeah. Don't be on the highway. Like, yeah. it's that simple. And and that's why, that's why I asked because they've been fairly lenient. You know, it's supposed to be 50 feet, but we all know, like, you, you there's, only there's get not so always... many spots and right. there's not enough room. You know, there's 300 race cars at it. You know, there's 300 entries. Well... A lot of places won't even support a quarter of those entries to have a chase truck in there. Yeah. So you got to make room. I mean, and everybody works together, but like you got to get off the court. You got to get off the highway. Like you, everything, people included, they just have to be off the freeway or off the highway. Like that's just the rule. So yeah, I mean, it sucks, but it's almost like if they do the whole liaison sections, yeah. they almost need to make. A liaison section in yeah. off of an access road that's not on a busy road, and they give you designated areas to pin yeah, across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Well, plus, it it's safer. It's a, like a lot of our stuff now is is literally trial by social media. Yes, yes. Like because yeah. our our stuff, you know, it's not. It's it kind of it's not like a race track or a raceway. Yes. Like a, it's it's open and it's long and you know, it's a ton of distance and ton of area. So, you know, it's not like it's just being watched on TV. So everything's done social media. Well, you don't start hearing about it until a day or two later. Two day old. You know, so, yeah. and that's killing our sport. Like yeah. finishing and like a day after the race, you don't know who won. Well, our lead changed three times from the finish line to the official results. At the finish line, they said we had four minutes in penalties from speeding because we have the Stellas. We can't speed. Well, I pinged the Stella with 70 miles of speed zone. I've got a, a knob that I can do tenths of a mile an hour. Within, yeah. a, within one mile an hour, I can trim it up, trim it down. Well, I made sure we stayed from 0.5 to 0.9. 
I did not go 38. I stayed in the 37s, which we've always done. They tightened the tolerance on the Stellas for this race, which is why everyone got so many penalties. But we got there. They said we had four minutes of penalties. We sped in an entire speed zone. So we went back to the trailer that at the finish line, they said, well, you lost because of the penalties. So they said Andy won unofficially at the finish line. The next morning, after we spent till two in the morning arguing with the Stella guys with our MoTeC data, telling them, look at the discrepancies of your system to our system. We never went 38 miles an hour anytime in any speed zone. We went 37.8 in the speed zone that you gave us penalties for. We went 37.9 in seven out of the other speed zones. We went fat either. There's no correlation right. to this. So what they ended up doing is it was 1.5 mile an hour off the tolerances from their system to ours. They verified it with other MoTeC systems. And they said, okay, we're going to give everyone the same tolerance. They used to give us... I think it was either two mile an hour or three mile an hour because the Stella goes 37, 38, starts beeping at 39. Well, now they were just going to give you a penalty at 37. So they, the reason why they gave us the unofficial result win was they gave everyone the 1.5. And that gave you the time. Which is the time. another reason why the highway has to change. Yes. Because these guys are literally doing everything they can to squeak every little bit out of the highway. One mile an hour. And then it becomes this BS. Yes. It's it's unneeded. It's It's unneeded. It's unneeded that these guys are doing it to begin with, but it's racing. It's 70 miles. One mile an hour is a minute 10. My goal was to make a minute 10 on the freeway. And the other Bryce and Andy's guys were telling them they've been faster on the highway. And it comes down to, did you get a fast stone? Because yeah. they're not, I mean, I'm GPS and MoTeC GPS is fluctuating 0.5 mile an hour. Yeah. The Stell is fluctuating three miles an hour. Three six, three seven, three eight, three nine. Like, oh wow! So you're you get a bad deal. You're freaking ding. Yeah, bad Stella. One hundred percent. And we've had it. So yeah, yeah. I literally Everybody. first speeds on. I said, Luke, we yeah. got a good. It's speed. like go to the go kart track and not know if you're going to get the. One hundred percent. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Because that's what you're doing. Well, when you go to the go-kart track with you, I'm giving you the bad car every time. <laughs> yes. That's exactly yeah. what You too. Yeah. Uh, you guys are riding in the back. Yeah. You know, because you can make the slow cars go yeah, faster. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's, that's incredible. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have an answer for the rules. Uh, I was a little bummed. Yeah. You know, I worked hard on that machine. Yeah. Uh, you I know, hear you. I that's didn't get nice. to go be the, the pit guy, but yeah. I did. Yeah. I did do the final prep on that yeah. machine and, yeah. and uh, cool. tuned and that it sucks but it's it's happened so many times now like i don't if you earned it yeah i yes. feel the same yeah. it sucks we yeah we're the yeah, yeah. reigning champions we got second at san felipe we were going to win the 500 be the points winning Points leading. Means points leading. Yeah. And lean into the we're thousand. now DQ'd. No, we have no have shot at championships. There's only four races. So are you going to race the last two? Yeah. Because we only care about a thousand. <laughs> we <laughs> want to win the thousand. But yes, you have to race the 400 because that's, you qualify. That gives you your starting position for 400. You finish the 400. That's how you start the thousand. So if you win it, you can start first. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get into the clean air. Yeah. And it makes that big of a difference. Yeah. yeah. You control pace a lot of times. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all. Because you can back the other guys up. Yeah. 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 That's what Robbie's really good at. 
nowadays. It used to be really fast. Now he's gonna hold everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if he listens to this, he's gonna love that. <laughs> I've said worse. <laughs> but but I, I get it. If you can manage it out there and then you have clean air, so you can Yeah, hundred percent. Then you get to yeah. yeah, then you get to freaking take off and they all have to then deal with it. The second place yeah. guys is better off than than the than everybody else, but yeah, you gotta fight, yeah, yeah, because you're, now you're not fighting yeah. anybody. Yeah. There's nobody big in well, front of you. The only problem you start to run into is you have to still stay on top of everybody because what happens is as people start dropping out of the middle of the pack, you start getting dust gaps. Yes, so yeah, you can holes. easily make up four minutes, not because you're just going super fast. It's just the pace is. The guys you are only going so fast. If the front guys are holding them up, the back guys can get a honey hole. They start catch the front pack yeah. and be beating. They can time. easily get two or three. You got to be careful. You can't. Yeah. You can't hold them up that much. Yeah. But, you, but can't you be in the front truck? Can't you make that time up because you have so much clean? If clean you, air? yes, if you're aware yeah. of what's going on, yes. you. And that's just it. You, you have don't to run have into traffic. People watching that. You have to have people like being it. You know, a certain spot or pits during the race. Thirty and minutes. You have to have people like following the whole class if you're going to know because they could sneak up from that for sure. They could have started thirty minutes behind you. Yeah, and if they're yeah, and they could still minutes, be they have five minutes. On yeah, exactly. Like, they they're still I can't twenty five behind you. Yeah, yeah. It depends on who it is, and yeah. if I catch bikes, they're yeah. slowing you down. If I catch locals on the track, they're yeah. so you. You do control it, but you got to keep in mind that whole scenario. Right. All the back, and you can't get too greedy. You yeah. can't stack them up too much. Yeah. Right. Like at like at the four hundred, they will. Everybody will have to be watching the back because you, you guys and like Bryce will both be starting the back, so yeah. they're going to be making some moves from the back. You, well, no, we, we're going to qualify. Oh, that's right. So if you qualify first, you're good. Yeah, in the top four or five is better. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll see at the 400, a lot will be way less aggressive yeah. because yeah. the 400 is the thousand qualifying. You qualify, and then the 400 is the thousand qualifying. It's just a 400 mile qualifying. Like the only thing that sucks about being first on the road is you're first on the road. Yeah. So you're like every bike and quad that you catch, which are horrible to pass, you're getting them first. So they're not even aware that you're behind them half the time. The locals are the scariest. We've locals are the scariest, especially last, when you're on the road. The thousand we almost hit T bone a truck. Yeah. Through San Felipe at night in dust. Yeah. Dust clears and there's a truck stuck that, in the middle of the road. That is what the helicopter's for. Yeah. Like, and you can't fly in at night. Yeah. Is what's yeah. Kind of scary. Yeah. That's why the thousand is yeah. You kinda of wanna be the first guy, but you kinda of don't. Yeah. Yeah. Because you gotta be leery. You gotta be on your toes and it's not like, oh, I'm up front. This is easy. It's there's a lot going on too. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I agree. It, it's it's we don't get to be as advanced as the truck guys yeah. because we don't get a being an ATV. You, yeah. you could get a helicopter, but most guys aren't going to spend the money yeah. to do so. Yeah. And and I'm having to feed all the information I get from other pits because I don't have yeah. enough radio contact yeah. to have all the information that I need. Yeah. Uh, and usually in the ATVs, that guy is usually within the dust trail yeah. or within a couple minutes. If if I wait 10 minutes at a pit knowing I can make it to the next pit because I have a jump, yeah. you know, and I wait that 10 minutes and I don't see anything, 
Yeah. We have a we have a lead. We yeah. have a yeah. cushion. See, the trucks even have sat radios, so like yeah. there's so nowhere that you're not in radio contact. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's developed. I mean, we got way off topic talking yeah. about the races and everything, yeah, yeah. but uh, you guys have, have been part of an evolution that's pretty awesome. And, yeah. and I hope that I want the ATVs to progress to a different level, but yeah. we're already building $30,000 machines yeah. to go race on a, a race, a quad 30 grand. I mean, I know that doesn't compare to your million dollar no, truck. But it's no, still, but it's, it's all relative, right? That's yeah. 30 grand. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, you were, you guys were there when yeah. we were building, you know, that last Lobo that rolled out the door when you were there at Duncan. Okay. That was $34,000 Lobo. Okay. And everybody freaked out. Okay. The cost is too high. I get it. Well, we built a $40,000 Lobo yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. And then now you get a twenty-five to thirty thousand dollar race bike to roll out on the racetrack and, and yeah. ride. Yeah. And you, so, have you built or ridden anything gnarlier than the uh, Pikes Peak Banshee? Okay, we just did a drag bike for a customer. Uh, it didn't have our exhaust on it. It had a drag set of exhausts yeah. on it, and it was a bigger bore machine right. than I had ridden. And the chassis design. In my opinion, the chassis like drag chassis stretched it on the front a oh. little bit longer on the rear. No shock in the rear. It had the Marvin Shaw front air shock shocks air shocks on the front, and no super shock in the rear. No the rear. shock in the rear. No, it's asphalt. Oh, it's asphalt. Okay, I still don't agree with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, big old giant uh, McCurry type yeah. Hoosier tires. You know, right. and scariest thing I've ever ridden in my life. Yeah, I bet. Worse than that three wheeler. Worse than that three wheeler. Three four you got a nitrous? Worse than that three four worse. Do I remember you getting all that going? I'm this this yeah. quad was so unpredictable oh. because you know, you ride a banshee and it has a and it has a flat spot. Well, this thing had a flat spot, but it's making ungodly power it's in so, the flat spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fast enough to where you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. this is a little hairy. In it, and here we go. And then bam, it hits. And you're not in a straight enough stretch of road. Yeah. Um, you can't see really around the bend and, and you are able to turn it, but you've got a little bitty pizza cutter tire. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. hard to explain it's like a here. Bike tire. Uh, yeah. It's bike about that tire. wide, yeah. but it's only, you know, 12 inches around or oh, less. It's a little bitty tire in the front. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's not going to wheelie. It, 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 I mean, if it wheelies, you're in trouble because when it comes back down, it's going to break the front of the frame off. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Because there's no gusseting. They, they yeah. keep the weight. The weight yeah. is real low. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't agree with all of the design, but it, it was just insane. Yeah. I I brought it back and I just told Lauren, I said, I've had enough. I don't want to ride this thing. Yeah. It's not. You're asking me to give you an opinion. Yeah, the yeah. tuning seems good. It it it, it feels good, yeah. but it's your senses and your sensations are totally off. Yeah, uh, you know, your my dyno was totally yeah. disrupted. Mm-hmm. Where I was tuning an ECU on a Raptor 700, you know, a few weeks before that, you know, with stock suspension and stock tires, and riding it as hard as I could mm-hmm. because I wanted to get the feel. Of, of the acceleration, the spin of the tire, yeah. how the the ignition curves were working and totally different comfort zone. Yeah. You know, not, not, yeah. I've never felt intimidated at all. Yeah. Probably should have because 
yeah, that you things can go wrong yeah. just as easy. But yeah, uh, I was probably safer on that drag banshee than I was on the Raptor Seven Hundred. But the sensation is you've driven, you've ridden in a go, golf uh, go kart. Mm-hmm. The sensation is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Because so you, low and so fast and everything. And you're you're not as fast as you think you are, yeah, but, you're, yeah. but your senses are off because you're you're yeah. so low to the ground. Yeah. It's that sensation. Yeah, I got you. It, un- it takes a while to adjust to. It's so unnerving. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, yeah, I that 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 um riding some of the 450s now, they're not as scary. The the, the I think the fuel injection is so much more controllable. Oh, yeah. Um where do you do your test now? Yeah, on still. bond or I do it on the asphalt in the driveway at the shop. It's a little crazier because that rise, when you come out of that turn, if there's no truck there, you can drift out of that drive. But soon as you crest the rise, the front end comes yeah, up. So I'm having to learn to get my body position different and how I'm on the throttle. Um, and then you drive into the turn and you mess it up. There's a concrete wall and two dumpsters, yeah. two steel containers. Yeah. You, you know, it's going to leave a mark. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's funny that you catch yourself just every time, just going a little deeper, a little deeper, a little deeper. I still do. I still do. Yeah. You know, so, oh yeah. it's a little crazy because it, you've been to the shop mm-hmm. and you drop off that driveway, mm-hmm. so you're you're sideways. Yeah, and, and it's and it's disappearing underneath you. Yeah, and you're yeah. the opposite way. Yeah. You know how I like oh, to yeah. drift to yeah. the left and then throw it to the right. Yeah. And I'm drifting to the left and it, and the driveway drops yeah. off. So it gets light. So it goes faster. Yeah. And then you sw- yeah. bring it back to the right yeah. and, and drive out of the turn. Yeah. Uh, it's a little, it's a little crazy, but you know, yeah. some machines do it well. Some machines don't. Yeah. You know, actually some of the off-road race bikes don't do it as good as the stalkers. Just cause they're so, they've lifted them and. Um, the tire choices that we use yeah. and what we're trying to get the tire to do in the dirt versus the concrete. It's, it's a different yeah. traction level. You start putting bigger tanks on a two roll center gets lifted. Yeah. yeah there's a lot, lot of that too. Yeah. If I change the tires, if I just put a, a stockish radio yeah. tire on there, oh, yeah. drift yeah. on the concrete yeah. so much fun. Yeah. 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 I mean, at the old shop, the two funnest bikes to drift mm. were, and, and I'm not going to put the LTR 450 in there. But those why the O four to O eight YFC four fifty where we were building the pipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you were involved a little bit in that. Very end or very beginning of it. And the eighty eight TRX two fifty R. It yeah. was different than the eighty nine. Mm-hmm. Exact same stuff. You you can't measure the difference, mm-hmm. but it, they drift they through the turn different. Yeah, that's weird. Put a race pipe on it and a thirty six PJ, and that eighty eight was just <laughs> so fun. <laughs> you know, you never had to lift. You just. And it's eating the whole way around the turn. Yeah. You skim right up to the fence, mm-hmm. you know, and then down the straightaway. Yeah, <laughs> you know, all the whole way. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, some of the four strokes were really fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just remember that one time when we did that high speed bike. That was fast. It was ridiculously fast. Yep. Like, I was. It, yeah. I, we so did a Suzuki. Yeah, we do. Like, but it's it no longer like one of those ones. Yeah. Like, it was like. I'd never ridden anything close to that thing. It was so gnarly. We converted to a dune bike. Yeah, it's a dune bike there. It's still a dune bike. Um, The LTR. Bone drove it for the magazine thing, I thought. Um, Right? I think Brian did. Somebody did. 
did the Honda. I don't remember who yeah. wrote it. Yeah. Um, but the LTR 450, we did a big, a big motor for a guy, and that was the Suzuki. Yep, that, that yeah. was intense. That was a fun one. In, in it was fun. It's it's just super drivable. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's super fast. Yeah. You, you know, I got clocked clocked in that parking lot at sixty one. Really, sixty one. That's pretty good. With a with a speed zone with yeah, a speed yeah. sign at the end, ten miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you made it, and I made the turns. The yeah. I made both the turns. That's wow. That's and that was on a banshee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. you know, and the LTR. I think I never got a, a GPS Z deal on one, mm-hmm. but I think it was faster. Yeah. yeah. Because you got better straight ahead drive coming out, like well, the Banshee took the whole driveway to turn. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Flip the LTR one lane. Yeah, I and you didn't lose. You you didn't lose the drive. Yeah, you flipped it. Come in and go. Go. You're so rolling in. The technology now, like you, you guys mess with those lit pros. Have you seen that? No. It's like a thing that the rider can wear in their helmet and it gives you like, it breaks down a whole track, shows you where you're faster or slow. Haven't got, to, <laughs> haven't got the opportunity to yeah. do it. I just wonder if that, if that comes into play for your guys' testing. It should. You know, Cause there's tons of times where like in the desert stuff, you do some stuff and it's like, They'll tune it to a certain to a, a certain thing, but you're actually making it slower everywhere else in certain areas yeah. where you know we kind of mess with that, you know, like time and just the overall feel of it. Where I wonder with the bikes, with the or quad, with those, like For when you're testing, like the rider, the rider's like, yeah, it feels better it feels decent but like times are dropping like do you guys ever well with that? when we're testing for the desert you're testing for the harsh yeah, yeah, yeah okay you build the thing to go through the harsh yeah because everywhere else is is cake yeah doesn't it doesn't hurt us yeah um yeah. now if we're going to go motocross testing or we're going to go tt testing yeah. now i think something like that is going to be a huge yeah. advantage yeah. because you're it's your corner speed yeah. and yeah you want to know that corner your corners off-road TT woods, you you know, how you get it through the woods, how you get it through the trees. I I think that those terrains would be better, but I don't, I don't think that it's going to be a, an advantage in the desert for us because I go to the roughest, gnarliest place to, if I can go through there at speed, at speed, and I'm not damaging my tires and I'm not damaging my chassis, the rest of the, the rest of the race is cake. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Keep the guy focused, keep him from making mistakes. Yeah. And you, you got riders like uh, some of the guys now that, that that you can get on there. I mean, Eichner was always awesome because he would never, in the beginning, he would tear stuff up. But as he got older, yeah. he never tore the bike up. Yeah. He was always super fast. And he was super fast on bad suspension and he was super fast on good suspension. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was just going to be there. And Josh Rowe turned out to be a phenomenal shock tester come back and give you feedback. I love having him shake my bikes down. Even if he doesn't race it, you shake it down and he give it back to me. He gives me a list of four to five items. And if you do this or this, you know, Oh, by the way, I I adjusted the clickers, you know, based on the track that he rides it on, it's always better. Yeah. And, and he gives me a little list of, Hey, adjust this, adjust that. Right. And, the bike, the bike of evolution is better. Yeah. So when the yeah. racers that do race it, they like it better. Yeah. 
yeah, it's it, it's it, it, for me, it's it's evolution, just like it is with you. You get a new guy. Yeah. You have to learn his language. Sure. You're fortunate you got Jason yeah. here to give you input. Mm. Um, I'll never be the shock guy that that role is. Yeah. yeah. I can take what Doug gives us and make minor adjustments yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, but th- they're setting the ride height. They're setting the compression, the rebound. Yeah. And then we're just. They're giving you a platform. You're just working off of that. Yeah, and sometimes it's yeah. so good. You may don't make an adjustment. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know, I mean, and maybe, maybe we are, yeah. maybe we aren't, yeah. you know, yeah. that's what we were kind of striving. That's what we striving for. That's, yeah. That's yeah, kind of where I'm at. That's our goal. Yeah. yeah I mean, and, just, and, and you, you to that level and then you can kind of do, yeah. you fine tune it through your racing, but yeah. we want to get you to that level first. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think that evolution, you know, I don't know if quad racing in what I do with off-road and desert is ever going to evolve to that. Right. I, I don't know. I think that the motocross and the GNCC are evolving at a higher rate. Um, more money in it. Uh, I don't know if more people. Yeah, yeah. And less, there's less people on the West Coast that race as much. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it'll come back. It seems to be growing a little yeah. bit. How much does the UTV hurt those? Um, I think the UTVs have hurt all of ATV racing to a point. Yeah. Um, but what's bringing some of the people back is UTVs right. because they gotten so stupidly expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or the adult get the the parent gets a UTV and then the kid's like, Hey, I want a quad. Right. And yes. then, so yeah. I can see that. COVID was the best thing for the ATV yeah. world because it brought us back. It brought people, it brought people out yeah. that hadn't been doing yeah. it for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah. And I think you're going to see an evolution in society. Mm-hmm. They're going to get back outside. They're right. going to keep this going. They're all canned up. They're like, I want to yeah. get out. Yeah, because, you know, everybody's been working in the office or working so focused on so many hours. And wait a minute, that's not a yeah. good thing for our life. Yeah, let's no, sure. let's do something else. Let's yeah. go we're live. Let's go experience time with our children. You know, I mean, I, I'm still a workaholic. I, I, we work seven days a week mm-hmm. um, starting the podcast, mm-hmm. you know, we're here on a, on a Wednesday evening doing this and I tape probably four days a week and I'll get anywhere from, from four to six episodes a week taped. Sometimes I don't tape at all because I need a break Yeah. Um, from it. And then I have too much content. So I got to slow down a little yeah. bit because it gets stagnant. Yeah. Um, but then I'm building bikes in the garage in the morning before I go to work on the weekends. Um, but that's, that's what I live for. See, that's where I don't, I don't, not anymore. I, I'm to a point, I, it gets too much for me. And I'm just like, I can't deal. I haven't, my wife, I haven't got to that point yet. My wife is a work, a worker. Yeah. So she sees me working, she sees me achieving Yeah. and she equates it to, uh, we're, we're, we're building our nest yeah. egg to build yeah. our, our future. Yeah. So she's like, work, work, work. Yeah. You know, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, she gets, there's a day yeah. you know, like tomorrow yeah. and we were going to do this. Uh, we were going to do this tomorrow, but yeah. 
it's her birthday and I, you know, message you and I go, yeah, I, I don't think this is a good thing. Uh, in the old days, you know me, I would have done it anyway. Well, whatever, you know, there you go. She'd get over it. I'm married two years. I just, I'm learning. Yeah. I just got to that point where it's just like, you know, you work in like a month every day. Right. Every day. I just, it fried me after a while. It's over it. So. Well, you, I mean, you, when you were to work for us, you've seen all the hours. Nothing's yeah. changed. Yeah, I know. We, nothing's yeah. changed for us. We're still doing it. And, yeah. and it's a lot of, it's driving. Then you're with new customers every day in different race cars, driving home. It's two, three hours yeah. of driving. And then you're yeah. having to constantly think of what the car's doing, of what you did, of what they're feeling, of like every day. Yeah. You yep. get the drained driving feeling. You get the you got a crazy think, and then I'm yeah. asking him, "Hey, I need you to do these other three setups because yeah. I got four cars here that we need to set up yeah. that yeah. it's coming." Yeah. So you you're, he's constantly thinking about this chassis. I'm gonna I gotta do this Banshee, but I'm asking him about the Suzuki and the Honda. Yeah. And he's and like, "Wait a minute, what was like, that? Just yeah. Yeah. yeah, can you just do it on your drive home? Like we're well, we're <laughs> like in like, a like, lot of ways. Me. Like <laughs> I, it's." I wish it was more like the ATV industry where it's, they're all kind of the same. Right? Yeah, they're like, not, but they're not, but they're but way closer than what ours are. Probably. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like your, your fuel tank's still in the same spot and you're still using the same axles roughly and the same swing arms roughly. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you've got a different few different linkage linkages you're playing with, but like there's well, a difference between a steel swing arm and aluminum swing arm. Yeah, there's the difference yeah, between balls yeah. and blocks. Yeah, but, but you're but you're but you're changing it this much. Yeah. You're changing it like literally from the rear of the truck no, to the like, middle of the yeah. truck. Motors yeah. in the front, now motors in the back. Middle. Yeah. Fuels in the back, now fuels in the middle. Yeah. Four wheel drive, two wheel drive. Yeah. Buggy all wheel drive truck. Yeah. yeah. Independent yeah. rear. And and it's, <laughs> it makes a huge difference. Like where's the weight at? A side by side. You know, like you add 40 pounds to the back of one of those, you know, above or behind the axle, it changes the whole car. Yeah. Well, I need you guys to look at um, Randy at GPR. His, we, uh, I got to put his car together. Didn't change the A-arms, nothing, but we just took Elka's out of the box and put them on the car. We have made no adjustments to those. Uh, Side by side. It's a Yamaha. 1,000? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they always do yeah, this. I don't even mess with those. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. do that. Yeah. This one doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. And, and out of all the cars that I've driven, yeah. everyone knows this. Yeah. This one is That's level. Good. And it's out of the box. Out. And I'm like, yeah. uh, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to take much. Yeah, I don't want to give the shocks back because I don't want to. Yeah. Don't change them. Yeah. You know, yeah. it works so awesome. Yeah. It's that does gives you that platform. Well, uh, this came directly from Elko. Oh, yeah, and 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 I think they're the great. I think they're they? awesome. They're out of Canada. Yep. Yeah. You don't get that every time with them, but yeah. you know, you do. A, we do a lot of stuff through Doug. Um, not not because the Elka guys aren't good enough, but what Elk they're behind. Yeah. What the data isn't getting to them as fast as Doug's developing it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's working with guys like Bo and Mike Sloan and, right. and other guys, Joel Hetrick. I mean, and all the other guys that he does work for. Yeah. So the development, you guys are getting the development and keeping it in house. Yeah. Where Doug gets it, and then uh, eventually it gets to Elka. Yeah. Right. And and they're I don't know how many months behind, but they're a little bit behind. Yeah. yeah. And we just take what he knows and has learned his whole. Yeah, life. just apply. And we apply it to the trophy trucks. 
And then what we learn from that, we've taken aspects of it and he applies it to the side by side. Well, I got so a couple of talent guys that need their shocks done. So you guys need to get on that. <laughs> we Are haven't race done cars? a yet. <laughs> no, rec guys. They're just recreational. Rec guys. Yeah, need to do Lauren's got that. Lauren's got that talent. You guys need to freaking take care of it. Really? Yeah. That's what we, we take We've our summers. We haven't done a talent yet. So we, we haven't got a lot of people asking about them, though. I've had. Like the I gave the one guy the phone number. I think he called you already. He's on the list. The Can-Am and the, and the Razor. The Players and the yeah. Can-Am. So the two big ones. We try and to take our right. summers to do those kids. And the freaking, and the, and the Polaris, sorry guys, I'm going to throw Polaris under the bus again. It's the biggest pile of crap there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, they're put together with freaking sheet metal screws and, and, and rivets. They're not, I don't know. I've seen some, yeah, I mean. The race guys are totally different than the I haven't worked the on them. Yeah, but even the stock ones, like, they go stock turbo ass. Yeah, they do go pretty good, good but yeah. dude, go. Work yeah, on I one know, for. I know, yeah. they're pretty rough. I know. You go from what your yeah, yeah, yeah. skill level yeah. of, oh, of yeah. quality is, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then go work on a razor. No, you're like, I get it. I get it. Oh my I god! It. But they're also producing something that's pretty, yeah, exceptional for the price that you're paying. Well, you go drive a Polaris, or you go work on a Polaris, then you go work on a Honda. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's you. not even in the same world. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not even in the same world the way they work either, though. No, and I think of I think that I think this I don't know yeah. this that the Honda will surpass because of the quality of the car. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, the development will take a little longer. I think they'll last longer. Oh yeah, and, and over time they'll become they known. Polaris, right? Yeah, it'll take a while. Yes, yes, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they'll make. Their quality and their their last, they will last longer. Right. I think as time goes on, you'll see the people that, yeah, I bought my talent and it's still running compared to the guys that got on, on my fourth Polaris. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm with you. I agree with you yeah. on that. But for what they are, they're not horrible either, though. Well, for the wreck guy, they're awesome. Yeah. But yeah. in what direction the, are they going? Like I always, they're I going freaking more and more and more and more money. My vision is yeah. he worked at Chenith. Well, Chenith yeah. cars back in the day were the trophy trucks. Yeah, buggies. Yeah, buggies. Guess, that yeah. was the trophy truck. Well, now yeah. we have trophy trucks, and Polaris has got this recreational car you can buy. I just see that going. I, the I dollar know it seems though. crazy, but, but the dollar it's going figure. so fast. Yeah, but the dollar figures are just insane. Dude. I agree. T- tube chassis and, and and you know it's not even the. I mean the Matlocks don't even oh, race. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a car. that's a two hundred thousand dollar race car. Yeah, yeah, that's not a that's, that's not, not a, it's a side by side. So that's why I'm getting ATV guy, UTV yeah. guys back. Yeah. In the yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I can afford a thirty thousand dollar quad. I can't. Winning race side by sides are two hundred thousand. Yeah. yeah, you all there or they're. At least, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy what they're putting towards these things. Exactly. Yeah. Jason Todd, it has been a real pleasure. Thank you for letting me come to your facility and no and do this. This is the first time that I've went off site to do um, a, a show, and right. I really appreciate you guys letting me come to SDG and, no, and do it. And uh, um, I. Really want to extend the invitation again to, to have you guys come back. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll do a show after the thousand, after you guys go out and win the thousand. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I, I'd almost like to uh, 
see if we could set something up one time to maybe do a little videoing yeah. uh, so that we could, Perfect. you know, uh, yeah. do a part of our show on, on video and get it on yeah. YouTube. That'd be awesome. Um, we have to go to a test. We'll be in the car. No, you We'll put you in a trophy truck. No, you won't. Come on. Only if I get to drive. I am not riding. I am not riding. Uh, I get car sick. Girls that go on rides all the time. Okay, I'm not a girl. (laughs) Uh, No offense, ladies, but I'm not used to being a passenger. I am a driver. You know me, dude. I'm a a driver. I think I could drive one. Uh But then again, I watch some of the things they do and go, maybe not. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it's a totally different world. I think I think 10, 12 years ago, maybe. Yeah. yeah. What's when crazy is going 80, 90, 100, feeling like you're going 50. That's yeah, the weirdest yeah. feeling right now. Yeah. You're moving. It's what your speed you're carrying through the bumps, too. Yeah. Even if you've raced other stuff, like the first time you get in one, you're gonna it's it's too much. It's sensory overload. Because you're like, there's no way we're gonna do this. I can't believe we're going this fast. Like yeah. We're not going to survive that whole, <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. And yeah. it's taking it, but there's still, there's still times I even get in them and like the driver will drive it into something. I'm like, Ooh, dude, yeah. like I and it took it like, wow, oh, okay. that was good. better well, than I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Painted Gorge Road, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they cut it and there's the burn. Yes. Yeah. Nowadays, for your guys' vehicles, that is not even a bump. No, no, no. We're no. dealing with well, like a three in, a three foot bump that's got like, six inches of curb on the top of the yes. Marty Hart hit that in the car that he drove back yeah, in the 90s. Five, yeah. And I'm freaking out yeah. and it <laughs> drove right over that back then. I mean, yeah, you moved a little bit. Sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I can only, I can only imagine. It's amazing what they did. You hit that on a, you hit that on a quad back then. Yeah. And you're going ass over tea yeah. kettle. Now it's just right over. Rah, rah. Yeah. You know, you're good to go. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. pretty interesting. It's amazing, really. Uh, this is the, the yeah, technology, technology of it. It's just crazy. Yeah, yeah it's all so good. Yeah. Well, we could we could keep continue yeah, on yeah, talking, yeah, but for sure, for sure. Uh, again, thank you, gentlemen, so much for coming on ATV Talk. This will be on Inspired, and you're gonna it's gonna be on shortly. The team here at ATV Talk would love your feedback. Please email us at hello at atvtalkpodcast.com. San Diego's Body Evolution and Wellness Center. With over 17 years experience, Dr. Heidi looking out after all your chiropractic needs and Coach PJ looking out after all your fitness needs. Visit our website, www.bodyevolution.org or call for an appointment, 619-987-8875. Duncan Technologies International. More than 33 years in the industry building racing programs and ATVs around the world. We build winners. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, don't forget to rate us on all the available platforms and share us with your loved ones. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook for more ATV Talk News. See you next time.